Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Well, how impressive were Celtic last night out the traps against Hebs. Three and a half minutes gone. Japanese star Maeda scores. Second goal comes from Juranovic from the penalty spot. But the man of the match, Rio Hatati. We talk about him with John Hartson in just a moment or two. So the attention turns to Petodri tonight. Rangers, the champions, are there. The lead is now just three points. It's going to be some game. Craig Moore's going to cast his eye on that. We'll bring you the team news first in just over an hour's time. Full card tonight. Dundee United, St Mirren. Hearts against St Johnson. Livy against Dundee. Ross County against Motherwell. John Hartson, were you in cloud nine last night when you saw Celtic 2-0 against Hibs? How come it wasn't more? Well, I thought I thought Celtic were outstanding last night, particularly in the first 45 minutes. I've watched Celtic's every game this season the six games in Europe they played the qualifiers all the league games and um, I would say in that first 45 minutes it, they, I thought they were magnificent they were well in control of the game um, big moment for Hibs when Kevin Nisbet missed an early chance hit the post should have yeah. scored um, but still I just think the three debutants you know they got on the pitch the three Japanese players um Hitachi was outstanding. Oof. What what a signing, you know, he may well become. And you give him man of the match on Celtic TV. We I give him to... man of the match, myself and John Collins, give him man of the match. And um, I just thought, you know, for long periods, Celtic were very good. They created numerous opportunities. They possibly should have gone in more than the 2-0. Mm. Um, and in the second half, in all fairness, Hibs reacted. They got, they got yeah. um, some possession of the ball. Um, but still, I, I felt that 2-0 probably flattered Hibs slightly in terms of the opportunity Celtic created. It could have been a lot more. It was true, it was a clean sheet. And um, after the you know the, the, the little winter break that they've had, all the players looked very sharp, all ready to go. And it was great to see a full house at Celtic Park. Craig, yep, the fans are back. The Rangers fans will be up in some numbers tonight. What, yeah. eighteen to 20,000 in total at Petodre. It's game on for the title race, isn't it? And how do Rangers yeah. respond tonight? Yeah, no, very much so. Look, Celtic obviously come back with a, with a bang uh, for the second part of the season. Now it's up to Rangers to, to try and do the business tonight. Uh, away to Petodre, Aberdeen, it's always a tough place to go. Um, they're always tasty encounters. Mm. Um, so look I'm, I'm really interested to see how this goes you know Giovanni has done a very good job since coming into the club undefeated um, I think he's actually improved the team in terms of the balance uh, but it's a big test tonight and, and these are the type of games if you if you want to win the title come end of season these are the tough matches that you need to go and win so see what happens tonight but definitely as we've touched on quite a few times this season the title is well and truly on it's magnificent they've both been relentless though haven't they Celtic just dropping points against Levy and St Mirren and under GVB Rangers uh, seven victories out of seven in the league yeah and like I says I mean he's 
you come in at Rangers or Celtic as a new manager, you need to hit the ground running. You need to win football matches because that is the DNA of these football clubs. Giovanni has done that. Um, but like I says, I mean, there's no, no trophies unless it's a cup competition. They're handed out at the end of the season, Paul, and uh, not mm. in January. Yeah. Well, the, the Rangers are in a better position right now. Yeah. They've got a six-point lead. Well, three now, obviously, but you're assuming tonight. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, of course. My, yeah. My, my fault. Yeah. I apologise. It's three now. Uh, yes, it's a, it's a difficult sure. game up in Aberdeen, but if you're from a Rangers point of view, they've been playing very well. You know, uh, Van Bronckhorst has come in. He's made a big impact on the football club. Um, yeah, I believe he's unbeaten, isn't he, while yeah. he's yep. been at the club? Yep. Rangers only lost the one game all season. For Celtic to win the league, they've got to beat Rangers. Hmm? It, it's pretty simple. There's another three games to go. I've always said that them games don't decide. Celtic, Rangers, the big games, the derby game... They don't really decide where the title goes. But in this season in particular, that all that that, that theory goes out to my head because with mm. the with the three games to go, it's so tight. There's only seventeen league games to go. You know, Celtic have seventeen, Rangers mm. have obviously eighteen, they play tonight. But mm. um, you know, for me, Celtic have got to beat they've not beat them for over two years since since the cup final um, and can you believe that John given the record that it's Celtic too, had it's, it's too yeah. long it's too yeah. long yeah, yeah. so basically you know you whichever way you want to weigh it up Celtic have to beat Rangers to turn this around the Celtic squad we know that Ange has been extremely active in the market mm-hmm. he got the, the early recruitment of the Japanese players in come and made a huge impact on the, the game last night um, interesting to know what the Celtic supporters and yourself John so, so now the squad is in my opinion deep enough yeah, so you look at the players that come off the bench last mm-hmm. night. You know, you got Jota that comes off yeah. the bench. Yeah. Um, you got Mikey Johnson come yeah. off the bench. We saw Giacomacus uh, came Gucci on. come yeah. off the bench. Giacomacus come off the bench. Kyogo, no Kyogo. Still, yeah. Turnbull still, still just about still to come missing, back. Yeah. So this is Julian. a squad, Julian as well. This is a squad, in Walsh. my opinion, that is mm-hmm. deep enough to challenge for the title. Right, but yeah. now, like I says, I think Rangers will also improve. I don't think there can be any excuses either side. Now the best team wins. Celtic don't have the excuse of not having a deep enough squad. Is there going to be more business done at your old club, Craig? We know that obviously Joe Rebo is uh, he's doing brilliantly at the Afcon, Afcon matches. Yeah. Steve Davis is out tonight. Scott Arfield is out. He's uh, retired from international football. But do you think there's going to be another? Um, purchase between now and how many days to go? Thirteen days, five hours. 49 minutes. You're all over that 50 one. Seconds. Yeah, no, look, there's, there's every Sky. possibility. Obviously, yeah. GVB has come out recently and said that, you know, they are still looking mm-hmm. and that there may be an opportunity for um, another signing to come into the football club. There is a budget there for that, which was the most important thing. Was that the, yeah. the Patterson sale? It was yeah, yeah, maybe on the some back of that money. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah, some, yeah, some yeah. of that money. Yeah, but there, yeah. there's, a, there's a budget there even prior to that to, to go out and strengthen if need be. So, look, the, the, the question marks are still whether the likes of a Barisic. Continue after this window. It's, it's at the great, football though, isn't it? It's, it's getting yeah. exciting again, though. It's, it's like fantastic. You know the Scottish yeah. football fans. You know, and not not only like, Hearts are doing very well. I certainly have to go to Hearts next week, of yeah. course. Well, your own team. What a run they've got! Alloa, of course, our own Barry Ferguson up against That's them in the right. cup this yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Saturday bit, night. Bit yeah, yeah, exactly. Hearts, Dundee United, and then the little matter of Celtic Rangers, yeah. February the second. And we'll be on there. A special. That night here from about seven o'clock. They're, they're huge on Go Radio. games, Paul, but they're yeah. be, they're bigger now because the, the league is so close, and you, n- neither team will want to you know want to give uh, uh, nothing away. Mm. You know the margin for error now, particularly Celtic, that's still chasing. Yeah, yeah. that's still behind. You know, okay, it might only be six points, three points, whatever mm. it is. But 
they can't afford to you know to drop any more points they can't okay we'll hear from gvb shortly we're also going to tonight we've got a special feature our own joe henry and craig moore was in earlier today well you did it on zoom with the australian manager graham arnold is joining us uh, and he's going to be talking about what he thinks of Ange postacoglu about tom rogic about martin boyle yep. and some significant news craig about uh Certainly, he's got. They're both going to miss the uh, looks, the derbies. It looks like it. Looks yeah. likely. I mean, he's he's talking about it'll be Thursday before he announces the the squad. Okay. But um, you know, important qualifiers, obviously in in a in a transfer window. That's not the European. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not transfer window. International window for World yeah. Cup qualifiers. He's going to call Tommy Rogic and he's going to call Martin Ball because he needs his best players. Let's hear a snippet from it uh, from Graham Arnold speaking with you and Joe. I need my best players, and and the best players is, is Tommy Rogic is one, of course, and Martin Boyle uh, is two from uh, Hibs. You know, I've still got to do the final selection of the squad, and that that will come on Thursday. You know, as I said, these are two World Cup qualifiers, they're two very important games, and uh, I need my best players. But that's the, the the world we live in now, isn't it? There's these tournaments and uh, Rangers will be affected, Celtic being affected as well. And it sounds as though the two managers are saying, because they can call for a postponement if they've got four players called up for international duty. Do you think that'll happen? I don't think it will happen. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. And and again, when you look at the, the shutdown coming slightly earlier, mm-hmm. um, more so down south, you're seeing games cancelled uh, willy-nilly, not necessarily for COVID, but for... Injuries and all those kind of I'm things. I'm not quite sure. I, I would like for. to see. I would mm. like to see those uh, those games go ahead. The old firm game. We we, we want to see it. We want to see it sooner rather than later. And there's not much room or wiggle wiggle room in no. the in the mm. schedule prior to the early break. John, do you agree? You well, want... a lot will yeah. depend on if it's Rogic is massive mm. to Celtic, and if it's if it's a if it's a ruling, if it's if it's something that you can take advantage of. If you have more than four, you mm. feel your side will be weakened. Why not take advantage of that ruling if it's within the laws and you know it's in the and and I think if either team I think yeah. if Rangers felt that they had four top of you know big players mm. that play for them that make a huge difference in these big games. Remember what the what the carrot is at the end of the season, by the way. Look, it's up there on the board. <laughs> Forty million pounds. Exactly right. Yeah. So yeah. Look what both clubs are playing for. Yeah. So why why wouldn't oh, you not? Sure. Why wouldn't you not take advantage of, of the rule? And mm. if you have got four key players yeah. out, then then I it, it all depends where where what type of players where they play and how big players are. We know Rogic is one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, so, look, I, if the rules, I, I, are, if the rules if are there, the rules are there. Then sure. why yeah. not use it? I'll tell you, if the Japanese manager was watching last night, and he will see it. Mm-hmm. Hatate is a name right back in the frame, I and mean, we all read about you know Gucci and Maeda. I mean, amazing start, three yeah. and a half minutes. But Hatate was uh, outstanding, John. What, he what, was. What, how good can he be? Can he keep that well, up? He, everybody I mean, was yeah. impressed. You know, straight away, nobody's really seen a lot of him. We've seen little little clips of mm. training YouTube and. Um, one or two other things on social media, but the way that he went about the game last night, you know, mm. he went in, Turnbull was was out, it was McGregor, Rogic and Hitati. Mm. McGregor was the deeper one. Hitati was more like the utility in between. It's covered every blade of grass, didn't he? Everywhere. And then yeah. you, you had Rogic that was generally doing mm. what Rogic does, using his guile and his... And that driving force that he is going forward to support the front, a goal, a goal threat as well. But Hitati, it was, it was like I mentioned it off air earlier on. It was when the ball was coming to him, you could see that 
he, he knew what he was going to do with the ball before mm. it arrived. He, you know, he got his Pro- head up. Proper player. Mm. Yeah, he is a proper player. He, he received it with his left foot. He was he, he was passing it with his right foot. His balance was great. His range of passing was really good. Now, I know it's very early, but sometimes you can just tell when mm. somebody's just oozes class. Yeah. Um, and, and he won man the match. He was only on the pitch for an hour. Mm. But both John and myself, who, who, were, um, who were at Celtic Park last night working for Celtic TV, um, we decided, well, who, who are we going to give it to? We yeah. thought, well, it, it has to be the goal scorer, Maeda, yeah. who scored the goal, which was great for him, but he was generally quiet. He, w- he worked hard, but he didn't have too yeah. many moments, did he? But he worked Celtic hard for went, the team. Generally, Craig went wide. Not a lot went through the middle uh, in terms of him showing up. He was making runs to try and get in from when the ball was coming in from mm. wide. But Hitati was, uh, he looked a real star last night. Well, that's what the Celtic legend John Hartson saw of Hitati last night. What does the manager feel about the, the new Japanese midfield maestro? Can we say that? Yeah. He's a very talented uh, young player, but he's, you know, he's, he's a very determined young man. He's, and he's one that he's got his eyes on reaching the very top in football. And, um, you know, glad to have him in our football club at the moment. And, um, you know, we're just going to try and get the best out of him and, and, and push him to the levels we know he can get. He played with a smile. Yeah, that that he did. Look, um, Japanese players, technically, I've said it many, many a time, they are brilliant technicians. Uh, it's the way that they're brought up. It's their culture. He just looked like he had a, had the ball on a string. Mm. You know, such was the control. <laughs> he, his range of passing was incredible. His awareness, John, that you, you touch on, um, you know, he the ability to get that good early picture that then allows him to pick out those um, more, I think, effective passes. Yeah. You know, further. You know, instead of that ten yarder, it's boom. Yeah. It's into the striker's Absolutely, feet. Yeah. It's a telling pass that puts Celtic in a in a far better position. He will continue to improve, but technique-wise, Japanese players are fantastic. What's the but? I thought maybe there was a but coming because we saw Nakamura. You know, a number of years ago at Celtic, he yeah. was absolutely superb. But yeah. why have not many other Japanese players? Nobody knows come the market here? like that. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. spot on. Spot so there's on, no John. but. There's no, yeah. there's no but. You, there's, the manager, there's no the, downside with these yeah. players. The manager has to take great credit, and on the back of that, how well Kyogo has done, mm-hmm. that gives him a little bit more strength in terms of going to the board and saying, "Look, I've got my eye. I got, I've got great contacts in in the J League." Um, in Japan, the national team, um, he's speaking to people all the time, and to bring in three, a lot of a lot of people would have gone, oh, well, why three? They can't all be as good as Kyogo. Mm. Well, Kyogo's lit the lit the the Scottish league up, by the way, with his performances and his goals. Yeah. He's spectacular. Do you know what I mean? But he's gone and got three, and two of them last night mm. were were outstanding, and then he's got another one in Gucci. Mm. So to bring in three. Mm. And, and and to tap into that Asian market, if you like, and um, and bring in them three players. I don't think they cost an absolute fortune, mm. you know. But he's he's got the backing as well. So the board deserve credit for allowing him to bring three three of the guys in. Got them all on the pitch last night. They all made their debuts, mm. which is which was great. Um, so I think the manager deserves huge credit. If you were at the game last night, give us a call. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. John Hartson was there. Craig and I watched the game last night as well. 
not together, which is just as well because a box of biscuits <laughs> arrived there just before Oof. we came into the studio. I didn't have John, any I never got a chance. I never got a chance. Honestly, seems like a little Jack <laughs> Russell down there. I thought John Harson said that I didn't have any. I think you did, but you're both sounding good despite the fact we were uh, we we're enjoying munching a few biscuits just yes. before five. We're right up for it tonight because the football's back, and we can't say enough how happy we are that the fans were back last night. And I see they'll be back indoors as well. I saw a thing in national TV this morning while I was listening to the breakfast show with Crofty and Grado but they were talking about um, you know indoor sport at the Emirates just across from Celtic Park they could only have 200 yesterday so that will improve from next week look after yourselves and let's get on with things so it'll be a full house tonight the Petrodri will build up especially in the next hour to Aberdeen against Rangers we'll bring you the first team news and we'll get ready for that one that's a fascinating game I see uh, Lewis Ferguson we talked about him with Barry last yep. night in Davy Proven and Calgary in Italy are interested in bringing him in a multi-million pound deal I tell you what if, if something like that was to come off for Lewis Ferguson I think it would be uh, an unbelievable move uh, Italian football uh, Tactically, you learn so much in terms of the way that they play, how structured they are, a real accountability in your role. Uh, and Lewis Ferguson would benefit hugely from that. He's a huge player for Aberdeen, but I'll be honest with you, no disrespect to Aberdeen, I think there's bigger and better things to come for Lewis mm. Ferguson. Yeah, Watford wanted him last summer, but it was yep. only two million. It wasn't enough money. And yes. good on Dave Cormack, who... Stuck to uh, his guns. And Lewis... Uh, wanted a transfer I mean he actually asked for it well, you don't see too often these days but uh, yeah. he will go somewhere tonight he's up against his dad's old club because mm-hmm. Derek Ferguson terrific player did you play along you must have alongside Derek uh, Derek was, was earlier earlier before than your my, time yeah, before right. my time yeah. uh, but I know, I know Derek well enough indeed. and he's very proud of uh, how Lewis is, is going on with his football career yep indeed Uncle Barry are you, are you getting tickets for the game on Saturday night Alawa against Celtic are there any other uh, briefs here I'll see how we go I'll see how we go I've, I've, I've not I've not annoyed Barry at the moment. No. I know how, how much he'll be pumped and, and excited for this match. Um, so we'll see how we go. Quick break and then we're back with so much on the go tonight. More from Graham Arnold, more from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and from Ange Postacoglu. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go, go, go. Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. We're going on the lines in a moment or two. Breaking news down south and a former Rangers and Scotland star Duncan Ferguson is the caretaker boss at Everton. John, no surprise there. It makes sense just now while they try and get, well, Frank Lampard, Yeah, Martinez, Well, he, well it, it's, a, it's a good job. It's a big job. Um, I, I, I didn't think that um, Rafa Benitez was ever going to work with with his achievements at Liverpool. That, that was never going to... Uh, be successful, in my opinion. I, I think I think half the crowd were were sure. against him straight away, and when he's up against that as well, you need everybody behind you. Obviously, when you when I would imagine when you take a job, um, so that was a poor appointment. You know, you you look at Marco Silva, you you look at Kuman, you look at Sam Allardyce, you look at Ancelotti. Five hundred million they've spent mm. on players it's incredible, and eh? Richarlison fifty million pounds, Sigerson fifty million pound, Iwobi forty million pounds. It's like they've spent on on players that, and Richarlison he looks sulky to me, doesn't he? Could I ask you something, John? Yeah. If the age had worked out, etc., we know you almost signed for Rangers and yeah. then you didn't. After your career at Celtic, could you have signed for Rangers? Or would you have? See, Rangers got, came in. I got the opportunity. Yeah. After your time at Celtic? Yeah. Okay. So could you do that? Because I'm, I'm doing the context of, I could never yeah, do it. I'd just as well throw mm. my 110 goals for Celtic down the drain. Mm. Because I wouldn't be 
I wouldn't be um, completely accepted by the Rangers faithful, naturally. And then I would lose a lot of face. Obviously, the Celtic fans would never would never forgive me. So for me, Paul, you've got to have some little bit of integrity, yeah. a little bit, you know, a little bit of morals about you in life. And for me, I wouldn't be able to do that. It's like I'm a big Swansea City fan. Huge rivalry in Wales, Swansea Cardiff. Cardiff yeah. You know, the derbies over the years. And yeah. it's like I'm Swansea through and through, born and bred, Swansea fan, stood on the North Bank until I was yeah. 16 with my dad as, as an yeah. avid Swansea fan. Everybody supports their own town. Yeah. You know, Paul yeah. Scholes is an Oldham fan. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know these guys. You know, the, the, sure. the career he had from Man United because he's yep. from Oldham, and I, I couldn't have signed for Cardiff, yeah. for for all the love and all the money in the world. It just wouldn't happen for me. Two million a so, year? With a, no, I could fund over three million. Fund over fifty million a year. Uh, Why, okay. Paul? My life would never it. be. I know, no, but I know. but my yeah. life would never be the same. Absolutely, completely well, get it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Of course. And uh, with all due respect, yeah. Rangers is a massive club, sure. and I would have signed first time yes. around. Yeah. But I failed a medical and then I, I had a huge slice of luck. Then Martin O'Neill then offered me the chance to join Celtic. And of That's course, my allegiances are firmly sure. with Celtic, mm-hmm. having had five years with the club. Mm-hmm. But to go back then, that, that, that was never going to happen. Craig, I'll ask you the same thing in a little while. We're going to get someone on the line who was at the game last night. And he'll be relieved to hear that uh, John Harrison wouldn't have then gone to uh, the opposition in Glasgow. It's John Tierney. John, good evening. Good evening, panel. How are we doing? Hi, John. John. How are you? Are you bouncing after last night? Oh, I'm absolutely buzzing. Absolutely buzzing. Mm. Um, I, you know, I just seeing these guys come in and do such a um, terrific job, and I think you know, initially we look at um, the likes of Kyogo, and you know, we look at the job he's done. Can these guys replicate it? And um, I'm quite positive that they'll do something a bit different that will, um, you know, give us give us something to cheat about. Sounds like Obama there, doesn't it? Yes, we can. That's what John's saying. There's a real bounce here. Craig, I'm going to throw it to you because you're always really objective about it as well. But I can imagine Rangers fans just now will be saying, OK, right. So Rangers got to do it tonight uh, at Pataudry and looking forward to the Old Firm game. But what, what would you say to John? Yeah, no, John, I, I agree with you. Look, I, for me, in terms of knowing the market, I mean, a lot of people in the UK get fixated on the UK, whereas I kind of know the big bad world that's out there in Asia. So understood the type of quality uh, that is there and and absolutely no surprise in terms of the way that these players have hit the ground running. And like I says, I know that they're technically brilliant. The culture, the work ethic, the professionalism, the respect, more importantly, and just sign these players because he knows for a fact that they can play the brand of football that he wants to play, which is that high level, high intensity, overwhelm your opponent. They're perfectly suited for his team. And you saw that like never before in the first, what, 15, 20 minutes and most of the first half. I mean, you look at Xavi, for example, back like in yeah. terms of Barcelona, how he, he controlled a game. Mm. Atate was exactly the same. Mm. He was oh. exactly the same. The way that he, his awareness, he covers every blade of grass, he can drop deep, he can make a, a, a pass that breaks lines, technically quality. And as you said, Paul plays with a smile on his face. Yeah. Here's what the manager said about the start. Just wanted to start with plenty of energy, good tempo, and we did that. And you know, we scored a couple of goals. We probably a little bit wasteful in front of goals. We could have gotten a couple more. Um, second half, not as dominant in terms of creating chances, but I just felt we were we were in control of the game. John, you mentioned about you know hitting the post early on. It was yeah. two minutes, wasn't it? Two and a half minutes when Hibbs hit the post could have been different. And I, I heard you afterwards saying that you saw Celtic. Some of the crosses weren't 
as they should have been because mm. on the balance of play should have been what four or five goals and some of the set play not as good as you would look for well I think Celtic should be scoring more goals anyway from set pieces I think with the delivery that they have you know when Turnbull's in the side and obviously McGregor from, you know from the other side and um, the, the balls are whipped right in Celtic got some good headers of the ball Carter Vickers um, you know Starfelt I think they, they attacked the ball but mm. I would like to see them score more goals from set pieces mm. because set pieces are a massive part of the game. Sometimes you're not always going to play well. Your strikers might have an off day and he may well need to win a scrappy game from a header, from, from a corner. You know, I'd like to see, you know, that side of it improve. Ange last night was delighted with the performance as every Celtic fan mm. in, in the ground was, particularly in that first 45 minutes where... Some of the play was outstanding. The overlaps, the full-backs getting forward. Mm. Um, you know, Taylor, Juranovic uh, working with Abada. Um, Maeda got his first goal after three and a half minutes. The crowd, the roof almost <laughs> came off, you know, when that happened. John, what was that moment like for you, three and a half minutes in? <laughs> it was absolutely wonderful. Yeah. And the, the noise, the noise was just, <laughs> it was incredible. It was magic. Any worries, John? What have you got? I mean, you know, we heard um, Lubo Moravchik two weeks ago saying that his old club have to beat Rangers. And we talked about it here. What do you feel about the, the upcoming games? Alloa, Hearts, Dundee United and Rangers. I, th- I think it's a busy fixture list. John, I think before the before we sharp about, you know, about December time. And I remember asking him, you know, what, the, what what's going to win Celtic League this year? And it comes down to that game in the second of... January, now 2nd of February, and I still think it probably comes down to that. Um, you know, Celtic can get a bit through against Rangers. Uh, obviously, it's 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 going to be tough, but I think Celtic, I, I'm hoping Celtic will do the business. And I think, see if we can get, um, if we can play, you know, the way we did in the first half, um, but do it throughout the full game. It's very hard to do it, and I appreciate it. it's very hard to keep up that tempo. But do you think Celtic are capable of keeping up that tempo? Um, and a game like that, I think they are, John. I think they, they've had a they've had a good rest. I think it's a great time for the the um, the new signings to come in. They've had a bit of time, two or three weeks, to bed in, you know, to get some work done on the training ground. And last night, everybody was just like it was flying out of the traps. It was just like bang go, and it was just it started, and it was electric, and everybody was flying. Everybody looked fit and fresh. And it was a fantastic. I said it's the best I've seen Celtic play all season in that first 45 minutes. The atmosphere was great. The crowd were all behind. It was really united. It was a wonderful atmosphere there. And that's momentum now. There's no point playing like that against Hibs and then going to Hearts next week and um, and, and not performing, you know, or, uh, you know, because there's no point beating Rangers on the 2nd of February and then losing to Rangers in the next game at Ibrox. Because at this moment in time, John, Rangers are still in the best position. They they have still got the lead. And Lubo's right, and I said it earlier on, for us to go and win the league, we have to beat Rangers. It's pretty simple. They've had a bounce under uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. They're still to lose under their new manager. So... The only way that we're going to do this is by, yes, we've added to the team, we're playing fantastically well, but we've not beaten Rangers since the cup final. When, um, when uh, uh, what's it called? Um, 
in the League Cup Fraser final. Fraser Forster yeah. saved the penalty from Morelos. Oh yeah, sorry. You yeah. know that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, was, I think that yeah. was the last time. We, it's just incredible yeah. to think it's been almost two years, wow. isn't it, or more than two years? Yeah. So you know, everybody knows that. Yeah. that. That's that's the key to being successful this year. If we, you know, if we finish, if we can beat Rangers, then we will have a big chance of winning the league. But that's that's the key for me. Craig, it's going to be some game, but I mean, yeah. every single one. So we said last night with Barry and Davy Proven, Celtic can't afford to drop any points, so they won in style last night, yep. um, but they still can't afford to, to lose. It's still too early to say, I was going to say for Rangers, a, a draw at Celtic might not be a bad result. Yeah, well, again, it just depends on the games leading in that we've touched on. Sure. I mean, we are talking about the old firm game. There's still three games, obviously, before then. Yeah. Uh, Rangers have got a tough one tonight. Celtic got off to the best possible start for the second half of the season, you know, in terms of the Japanese players, Maeda mm-hmm. gets his goal after three minutes, gives the place a huge lift, a huge momentum. Now it's up to Rangers to go and um, to, do, to try and do the business away to, to Aberdeen. I think the run into the old firm game for Rangers is slightly easier than than what it is for Celtic. Um, and for, and sure, I mean, the, the mindset in terms of the, the couple of years that maybe Celtic haven't got a result against Rangers, that's certainly something that is in the favour. Of Rangers in terms just, of that, that just mindset. goes to show as well, Craig, how far that Celtic have come this season from losing the league by 25 points. Didn't have a manager for long parts of the summer. Eddie Howe sort of turned his back on Celtic. Didn't want we don't mention Eddie Howe anymore. Yeah, we, don't, yeah, we yeah. turned his back on the job. He's, yeah. doing, he's doing a great job at Newcastle, by the way, isn't he? But uh, yeah, it's another thing. Um, but then you got Andrew <laughs> Tokoa. You got Andrew Tokoa. I don't. I don't think Eddie Howe's the right man there. That's another no, conversation. No. Um, but you look at the signings that he's made, and we said at the start of the season, lots of people. Yeah, now there's a belief now, John. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a real belief now that Celtic can actually win mm. the league. Whereas at the start of the season, you're thinking, we need players. We need ten players. You know, there's there's a, there's a big shift. Players will leave. We need to bring players in. And look, look what he's achieved. Look at the way that he's played mm-hmm. playing. Look at the way he's got Celtic playing. Look at the way he's he's what what he's getting out of Rogic. Look at the signings that he's made. The impact that they're making. Abad has been outstanding. Kyogo, you know, so. The manager, again, you know, he, he deserves an enormous amount of credit just to get Celtic where they are right now. And I know Celtic fans want to win the league. Of course they do now. But look at the far. He's only been, he's only, Andrew's only been at the club for seven months. Yep. It's incredible. Yeah. No, I totally, sorry, Paul, I totally agree in terms of, I don't think anybody could have expected the impact that Ange Postacoglu has made at Celtic Football Club and the speed of that impact, you know, because the amount of players that, that he's brought in, you know, you're talking 13, 15 players. Mm-hmm. To, to gel those players together, to, to see a clear brand style of football um, and, and still be in the title race, uh, for me, is a phenomenal job. Um, the second half of the season is going to be really exciting. The trend of Ange Postacoglu, let me tell you, listeners, is he normally goes into a club, sets the style of football, sets a brand, He's hit the crossbar the first season and he's gone on and won the second season. Mm. So that right. happened That happened in Japan. It also happened mm. in Australia. There is a trend, but he's well ahead of schedule. So trends, Celtic supporters... Trends can fluctuate. Oh, I'm loving it here. <laughs> so the Rangers stars saying the trend is you'll hit the crossbar. You've got Listen, John Hartson I've there. already yeah. said on air, I'll say yeah. it again, Rangers are the team to beat. Yeah. Rangers are the ones that are flying at the minute. They're okay. beaten under the new manager. They're playing well from having a few, you know, iffy performances before Steven Gerrard left the club. Mm. But now they seem to have found their form. There's a good spirit there. So I've said it and I'll say it again. Celtic are going to have to turn Rangers over 
to win this league who's got the stronger squad John Tierney on the line John who do you think honestly looking at it now is it your own club Celtic or is it Rangers still have a slightly stronger settled squad what do you think well, John Tierney first our, our caller <laughs> come to you in a minute John Hartson <laughs> Sutton mm. Larson Hartson wait your turn <laughs> No, I, I think I think of course I'm going to say Celtic, but you know what I'm what I'm going to say in regards to Rangers is that Rangers have managed to sell Nathan Patterson, um, and now you know I think I think that Rangers are looking at a kind of obviously they're trying to get a you know maybe an off few couple of signings maybe I don't know whether they will or not, but um, you know at the moment I think Celtic are well set. You've done a business early. We've um, signed guys that we've had a look at. We've had um, a lot of kind of like background on, and you know, hopefully these guys um, from you know Japan do the business for the rest mm. of the season. It's looking good. You're not worried about Riley McGree going elsewhere. <laughs> it's okay. It's gone. I mean, people are still talking about it. In fact, Graham Arlen, Arnold did as well, but he's not coming to Glasgow. So, um, but what about what Craig Moore said then? He reckons that Celtic are going to come close. So, Craig, you're saying you still think Rangers are, are stronger and are going to win it. What I'm going to say uh, to everyone here is I I believe now in terms of squad depth, strength, I, I would go as far to say that, that they're very, very similar. I think you, 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 you know, you. Hairs, fine hairs in terms of the difference of the squads now. What's going to win this league this season and whoever wins this league is going to be on mentality, determination, mm-hmm. uh, mental strength because the, the depth of both squads now is of a top, top level and I think is very, very similar. What's GVB like mm-hmm. on that? You played alongside Van Bronckhurst. Yep. Has he got that clearly had as yeah, a player yeah, look, and I, as a manager? And that's the thing and we've talked and, and, and again, like... Uh, you know, Celtic in terms of the improvements, in terms of the recruitment, how quickly it's gelled, the mentality of Ange Postacoglu, his determination, how that's flowed through the football club. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is a very good manager. He's a very good manager and we've already seen the um, the improvements, in my opinion, to, to the Rangers football team since he's come in. I also believe that they will get better. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not as if like you're sitting now with a, mm-hmm. the, the, the momentum has swung or anything like that. I still as if, feel as if Rangers are in a position where momentum is good um, it's stable and they've got a yeah. very, very good coach. So game on. But my opinion is still a Rangers Well, John. Craig spoke yeah. about fine hairs. I've got plenty of fine hairs. <laughs> um, and what I would say is is that Rangers at this moment in time, I love the way Celtic are playing. Uh, you know, I think they've got some fantastic players, some brilliant signings. Um, Rangers have just got that little bit of know-how because they won the league last season. Same group of players, really. Um all right, Patterson's gone, yeah. but he wasn't really playing that much. Tavernier was the main man. Yeah. That's why he's left. Um, you look at Morelos, still there. Steve Davis, still there. And they, they'll be, you know, they'll have a bit of belief. They'll mm-hmm. think, well, we did it last year. Why can't we do it again this year? And they've got that little bit of know-how. Whereas you look at the likes of Jota, never been in this type of situation before. You look at Kyogo, maybe he's won, yeah. he's won J-Leagues, isn't he? Kyogo, maybe, I don't know. But Abada... You know, brought a new goalkeeper in. Joe Hart's got a lot of experience. He's yep. been excellent, by the way, Joe Hart, Juranovic. Mm. So it's it's about blending all them players together. As I go back to it, it, a lot of people were saying, myself included, I thought this would be a transition year. Mm-hmm. Just build, add, um, get a structure, get a formation that the new manager likes and, you know, and a philosophy, if you like. Mm-hmm. Let's build the football club up again, reunite everybody, the crowd after it being a bit toxic at times last season, everyone would admit, would admit that. But that's what Rangers have slightly 
in their favour is they have that little bit more know-how having, having won it so comfortably last season. So you think, and you'll be with us every week, both of you as we go towards May, but you think, John, it's going to be tight but that Rangers are going to win it? No, I think Celtic will win the league. <laughs> you just said that Rangers <laughs> have got a bit no, more no, know-how. They, no, they'll have a bit more know-how about them, but yeah. I think Celtic will but go on saying, and win the league. you're saying they've, they've not got the know-how, they don't know how to win the title, that's what you're saying. No, I said a lot of the players, they will, they'll, they'll take huge confidence in knowing how to do it they yeah, won yeah. it last year and they won it at a canter Paul yeah. they, they wasn't even challenged at yeah, times but you know this last I mean? season was a perfect storm as well I, I think yeah. we get carried away with a 25 point victory I've got to be honest right because no crowd um, Alan McGregor player of the season do you know what we're going to do at this point? We're going to go to a break. We have to. John, thanks for your call. John thanks, Tierney. John, John yeah. Hudson, will you stay with us there? Yeah, John, good call. We'll speak to you soon. Cheers. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Radio football show with the taxi centre. Guys are on fire tonight. More biscuits, I think, now at uh, five to five. It's a must. It may have been some McGee's rolls that we had as well. I'm not oh, sure. Lovely. We won't report you back home uh, for dinner tonight. Uh, there's plenty on the menu between now and seven. We're going to give you first news of the Rangers lineup at Petordry. That'll be in about half an hour, 45 minutes or so for the game at uh, 7.45 tonight. I see it's on Sky as well, so we'll be watching that one as well as listening to Joe Kilday. Just before the break, and remember, where else tonight? Ross County, Motherwell, Livingston against Dundee, Hearts against St. Johnson, and Dundee United against St. Mirren, probably led by their new striker, Tony Watts. Motherwell fans will be disappointed to lose him after two great years there. And Aberdeen against Rangers, top of the bill. Last night, Celtic winning by two goals to nil against Sean Maloney's Hebs. Um, Rio Hatati got the Man of the Match award so there's only three points in it Rangers the game in hand and Craig just before the break mm -hmm. you were rising to that challenge there so John Hartson still John reckons Celtic will win the title yep. I've heard you run about Christmas New Year time are you changing your mind that Rangers are going to retain it? No, I, I still believe obviously that Rangers will will go on and win the the title this season. And what I was trying to I was going to say there to to John is I remember when 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 Celtic were winning all the trophies, mm. um, you know, as, as was happening obviously going back over the years and and certain games even as a even even as a supporter Rangers supporter watching those games right, I, I was watching some of those games and I didn't believe that the team could go out and get that result and that happened for for quite some time and I think a lot of Rangers supporters probably felt the same. Question I ask is when you go two years where you know you haven't had a result, for example, the Celtic supporters. That's when I touch on the mentality mm. in terms of that that know-how, yeah. that ability to go and win a game. Do the fans believe it? Do the players mm. believe it? That's the test that lies ahead for the Celtic team. Yeah, I totally agree. I agree. But what I would say is, when Celtic were very dominant mm. a few years back, uh, Rangers weren't as strong as what Celtic are now. Yep, Rangers yeah. were, you yeah, know, they were point. demoted yep. for a couple of leagues, yep. whatever it was. And they didn't need to have the big stars and yep. pay the big money because yep. they were strong enough anyway to come from, you know, League Two yep. and then the Championship and, and then back into the, the Scottish Premiership. But now I just think that you, you look at McGregor, you look at Rogic, you look at Hart, they have got players with, with, with good mentality, mm -hmm. Celtic. But they will be scratching their heads 
solely supporters as to why it's been so long that um, there's been a few close games there's been a couple of 1-0s yeah. the, the odd 100%. chance the odd save the yeah. odd poor marking things like that but listen ultimately it's been two years since yeah. Celtic have turned Rangers over so I say Paul I say um, that Celtic I fancy Celtic to win the league but I'll also say they're going to have to beat Rangers who are a strong side mm. that's not going to be easy that's going to be mm. very difficult, you know. Now I'm I'm putting it out there. That's how I feel. Mm. But for me, as I said, they're going to have to turn up and, and beat Rangers, who are, who are very strong at the minute and very confident. And it's almost three years, isn't it? When you think about it, it was 2019. Yeah. It just swings, years, it? It swings, yeah. it swings in roundabouts. And again, I can go back a little bit in terms of when I was playing, John, and you playing at a similar time. Mm. There, were, there were certain games, you know, even prior before us when Paul McStay and Peter Grant and all mm. that sort of stuff. Celtic, a lot of the time, were were, were the better footballing side, mm. right? But I was in a dressing room of players that knew how to win. Mm -hmm. and, and so what I'm saying is sometimes it's not always the best footballing side. People mm -hmm. maybe get a little bit carried away, especially in old firm games. Yeah, they're a better footballing side. Old firm is about having a winning mentality and having enough of those players on the field that can go and get you those three points. And like I said, that's a test for both teams. But yep. what I'm saying is at the moment, Rangers supporters and team have that belief mm. I've no doubt that that belief, and you touch on in terms of the depth of squads now to what, what Rangers uh, yeah. back and now Celtic, it's a lot stronger, but that's a test for Celtic. I totally agree. I think when Celtic go to Ibrox, you've got to look to the side of you and have a look what player's there. Can you trust him? Mm. Do you know that he's going to, he's not only going to just turn up today, but he's going to excel, he's going to embrace getting hammered by the crowd. He's going to embrace that horrible sort of, Atmosphere mm. that you're going to that you're going to play at. And did, who, with. who did you look around and see in the tunnel at Ibrox? Oh, there was loads there. There was Larson. There was Sutton. There was Lennon. There was Thompson. There was Baldi. There was Lambert. There was top players, top international mm. football players. And Craig, for you, who did you look to? Yeah, obviously you had Amaru, so you had Barry Ferguson. We had Michael yeah. Moles. We had Ronald De Boer. We had Neil Lee McCann. Uh, same. We and had, and we back had, then, had them games were very nip and tuck and very tight very because tight. both teams had really, really good players. You know, that was a good era. It's coming down to mentality. That's what I'm hearing from both of you. You're both winners of this title. Your mentality, of yeah. course, is right. You've, you've got to have players that can make the difference. Of course, yeah. You know, you've got to have a player that can that you can rely. Like Stan Petrov could make the difference. He could yeah. do. He could make a run. Barry Ferguson scored a few goals at Celtic Park when he broke through, played a one-two, and he finished it off nicely. Players like that, Paul, I've seen Paul Lambert rattling goals. Mm. Alan Thompson, I think, scored seven goals against Rangers. He was a big game player. Do you know? Mm. I, I got one or two as well, Paul. You did. <laughs> did you too, Paul? Yeah. But you have to have that big yeah, game mentality. You have to take on the crowd and you have to, you know, want the ball. When you, you thrived in that, though, didn't but you? When you go a goal down, yeah. that's when you see the bravery. It's yeah. all right going a goal up because everybody wants the ball. Yeah. Everybody's confident. You know, you're, everything's good. Your crowd are behind you. When you go a goal down, Who's going to want the ball in tight areas? Who's going to hide? You know, this, this is what you want. You want leaders. So who is now in the Celtic team? And I'm going to ask you the same about Rangers. And I agree, of course you need the talent. You need the ability. But given that the squads are looking pretty even, Rangers maybe with uh, slightly better because they've been together longer, but we're not yet at the end of the window. 13 days, five hours, seven minutes to go. Let's see what happens. But John or Craig? Craig, right, let's go to the champions. Who are the people that have got that ability plus the mentality to win the cinch title this year? Well, I'm going to go, in, in terms of talking about Rangers, yep. I, I've always got to go to Alan McGregor first. Mm -hmm. he's, a, he's the first one for me because 
He, he leads by example. Um, he gets frustrated uh, frustrated at players that don't do their job and therefore he speaks up on that football pitch. That can then flow through to, to the side. Connor Goldson, um, because of him being an ever-present and playing the amount of games that he's played, he obviously gives you some experience. That for me, I, I go defensive. A lot of people go for the attacking sure. options. I'll give you the well, two. You're a great two defender. Is he going to still be there in February, Connor Goldson? What do you think? I think yes, but I think next season he won't be. Okay. Yep. Who else then with Rangers? So the defense. And then you go through and you've got sure. you've got Morelos, obviously, because you know how important. To, I know he's not been unbelievable in terms of goals. Um, I don't know has he scored he's scored yeah, in the old firm yeah, yeah. just went but and under GVB it took him, it took him, it took yeah. him forever to get that, that old firm goal which is a lot of people and had it, that it's, question it's mark Celtic is setting up different in terms yeah. of sorry Craig no, go yeah. carry on a no, minute no 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 go, go. it's like when, when I was playing it was like we had we had big men mm. we sure. had Bobo we had Stan Varga yeah. we, we mm. had we had uh, Johan Mialbi we'd yeah. go and attack mm. the ball yeah, Celtic yeah. got a bit different now yeah. look, look, you look at us now from from a forward uh, you know course, proposition yeah. Abada, yeah. not very big. Kyogo. So you yeah. have you have to work a different way. You don't make runs Bader. down the side. You've got mm. to be clever. You've got to make yeah. clever runs. You've got to bring defenders out and, 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 and sort of work the spaces and things like this and, and break through the lines. This mm. is what you've got to do now. Is It's different tactics to what, what Martin used to have, Martin O'Neill. Mm. It was it, we would we would overpower teams from set pieces. Yeah. With Alan Thompson from the left, Stelian Petrov from the right, both had wonderful deliveries. And you had players in that team that wanted to go and head the ball. Mm. I remember speaking to Alec McLeish. He said, every time you guys had a corner, he said, I'd be having kittens on, on, on the yeah. touchline because I'm thinking they're yeah, so strong big, from, from yeah, set pieces. Big you know? physical yeah. side. And Kent was the other one that, that for me is a big, big mm. time player. Big moments, big games. He normally steps up. It's funny, John, you are just talking about that. Uh, we, we touched on earlier on in the show in terms of set plays for Celtic and how they could score. They're not the biggest side. You just alluded right. to that. They're yeah. not the biggest mm -hmm. side. Carter Vickers uh, and Starfield being the biggest. Mm -hmm. yeah. no, Rocky, and they're Rocky, not Rocky, six, Rocky three, or the four. Yeah. So they've got to be a little bit cuter. Yeah. They're just around six, their, aren't they? Yeah. They're not six, three, four, play, five. Play yes. it short and make angles and, and, and obviously move in Piergo's the box. goal in the cup final. Yeah. yeah, That's a quick free kick. That's yeah. Rogic on the mm -hmm. ball, boom, catching... Hibbs defence sleeping. That's right, yeah. That's that's where Celtic can get joy because they mm -hmm. won't necessarily overpower teams, John, because it's no. not like the team that you played in. No, there's absolutely, four or five yeah. big yeah, lads that's that my would point. go. And, that's my point. Yeah. So John jumped in there. We have to move you back 10 yards, John, because it was Craig was giving us the current Rangers lineup and James Tavenier, the captain as well. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but Tav, Tav, for me, again, he's... He's had a consistent season, I yep. think because um, he had an unbelievable season mm. last year. It's like, oh, he's maybe dropped off a little bit. Look, but okay. Tav, Tav for me is a very good player. He's a captain. He does have an influence, but he's not vocal. He's not vocal out there. He leads by mm. his performance. That's how you see Rangers. John, just a minute to go before the news. Who are the real, the winners for Celtic? The ones that will make the difference in the mentality stakes. And I guess we'd start with the captain. Well, it, it goes without saying Kyogo. Um, just scored two goals in, in a cup final when 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 you know when Celtic needed him at, at most uh, two really good goals as well, so he's got the right mentality. He, he's got the, the you know the the talent first of all as well, um, and he's got the medal. Yep, he's got the medal of yep. course. So, you know the first medal on offer this season. Yep. McGregor, yep. you know McGregor, many Scottish caps now. Good footballer goes and gets it in tight areas. Um, can go forward. Can sit. He's a wonderful footballer, mm. Callum McGregor. You know that's why he's captain. Um, 
we're not sure about Tom Rogic because whether or not he'll be, he'll be away, that's something we're going to discuss further in the show. Mm. Whether you know whether Tom Rogic will be here or whether whether he'll be called for up the old from, firm. Yeah. But, but this is to go the distance. So for the season, Tom Rogic having his best ever season at Celtic. Well, what I've yeah. just done to him as well. Yeah. Tom Rogic yeah. couldn't move. He, he, he was like me <laughs> for most of my career. He, he, he couldn't yeah. he couldn't make the ground up. Yeah. Well, he looks an athlete again now. He's, you know, happy, he's happier as well. Just he looks an athlete. When well. he, he drives forward yeah. and he glides past people and mm. he, he looks so much more fitter. And a fit, firing Tom Rogic is a wonderful player. He really is a top-class you know, operator. And of course, for me as well, Joe Hart. I think Joe Hart. And Jota won't know a lot about the fixture um, because you know he's not, he's not featured in many of them. Mm. But somebody who doesn't know a lot about the fit can come in and make an impact. No because, fear. Because he's got no fear. He yeah. hasn't been there. Mm. I remember Janino, the great Janino, once yeah. played against Rangers and he was outstanding on his, on his debut against Rangers. Roy Keane, mm. Roy did all that. Roy was outstanding because yeah, I know he played in a lot of massive games for United yeah. but it was his first Celtic Rangers game and he, he ran the show. John, Craig, will you stay with us? Quick break for the news and then we're back and we're also building up to Aberdeen against Rangers. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. You can also join the conversation at the Go Football Show if you can get a word in with Messrs Craig Moore and John Hartson. I can't get a word in until you're on fire. (laughs) Debating who is going to win the title and we hope it goes on and on and on and we'll be with you all the way here on the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. We've also asked you what are your predictions for the games tonight. So Stephen is on on Twitter. He is saying uh, nil-nil for Dundee United St Mirren. 2-0 2-0 to Hearts over St Johnson, 1-0 to Livingston over Dundee and a 3-2 victory for Motherwell over Ross County and in the match of the night, 2-1 win at Pataudry for, he reckons, Rangers. So we'll hear from, uh, well, we'll get the Rangers team within the next half hour. Let's hear from GVB with a squad update which you gave us yesterday. Because Arriba will not be in the squad because in the Africa Cup... Uh, Hellender is start uh, started training with the team uh, this week, so I'm really happy for him. But the game will come too early for him. Scott uh, Arfield is, um, is still not training, so he will be not involved. Same for uh, for Steve Davis. Kamar and uh, and Ryan um, they start training with the team also this week, so I'm happy that uh, you know the injured players are. Uh, you know, getting back in, uh, to train with the with the squads. Whether they will be involved tomorrow, uh, we have to see. Kemal Roof, Ryan Jack in training, and the Rangers fans would love to see him back, and the Scotland fans as well. Ryan yeah. Jack. Yeah, you know. look, he's had, he's had a horrific time with injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really important player for Rangers because I don't believe they have another player like him in terms of his role. You know, sitting in front of the back four and and, and really doing the ugly work, but doing it extremely well. He also has a has a goal in him, so he is a miss. Has been a miss. Uh, I know that Kamara and Davis have done a good job in there, but him coming back to to fitness is great for Rangers. Obviously, flow on from that is I think it's great for Scotland they as got, well. They got mm. a few uh, injury issues and everything. You talk about Celtic's, you know, injury problems and everything else, but you know, you look at you know Ryan Kent and Kamara, big players, you know, and. Yeah. Just back in, in training, missing a Rebo who's been excellent for them. He's been their best this yeah, season. Yeah, uh, Joe Rebo is a player that I like. Arfield as well, he's a, 
very reliable, got a goal in him. Yep. Davis settles yep. everything down. Games like Aberdeen away, you you want somebody like Stephen yeah, Davis yeah, with yeah. his experience. So you know, looking at that and listening there to Giovanni van Bronckers, they, they they've got some you know they've got some issues themselves. It's yeah. a test job yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for sure. You know, like the squad is is tested. You I, t- I didn't realise it was that many that that are missing, but mm-hmm. there we are. Yep. John Suter, will he be appearing for Hearts tonight? It's Hearts against St. Johnson. He's in the squad. What's the reception? And more importantly, from a Rangers point of view, Craig, do you expect him to join Rangers this month? The pre-contract is signed. Look at Tony Watt. He'll be in the tangerine tonight of uh, Dundee United. Expected uh, Tony Watt's one to go that way. Uh, In regards to, um, to John Suter, look... If Rangers can can do good business in terms of you know a hundred, hundred and fifty something cheap, then the deal can be can be done in this window. Two hundred thousand, would you pay? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know because at the moment for me you, you've got Goldson's going to play, mm. right? You've got Bassi there at the moment that eventually will either either kick, not kick Barisic out, so either take no. Barisic's position or or move back out. Holanda obviously coming coming back. Um, I don't believe. They're going to be desperately trying to to give Hearts the money for now. I think Rangers are in a strong position. Is Barisic staying or going? There's been stuff in social yeah, media. He's been yeah. teasing. You'll find out in February. Yeah, can't can't get, can't get a bid high enough for him at the moment. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, you're right because I like he, him. I think <laughs> I, I, I'd be trying to keep hold of Barisic. Yeah. I think he's got a wonderful delivery down that left hand side. He whips the ball in. He's clever. Um, Croatian. Croatian, Croatian international. A a, a technician. um, And I just think you're letting go a really good player there. Yeah, but you got Bassi. You got Bassi for me. uh, It's just a case of, it's similar similar to Patterson, isn't it? And Tavernier. Patterson not getting enough games. You know, Rangers, they probably want to give him more games, but uh, but Tavernier's sticking in there and his performances as well are very good. His delivery into the box. I don't think there's, there's many better in terms of Tavernier. He whips that ball in whether keeper struggles to come or not in behind the defenders. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's great for the striker to get on the end of crosses like that, believe me. Um, so, But I, I do think... So. I've, I've always liked Barisic. I think he's yeah. got a wand of a left foot. But they'll take... Whether it's this window or whether there's an opportunity next window, mm. I believe Rangers will sell him because they've got Bassi, who for me is, um, is a player that is going to play left fullback for Rangers for some amount of time. He's a good age and he's the future of the, of the football club. But So therefore, Barisic, I would not be surprised if he went in this window. Ideally, it'll be at the end of the season. Livy have signed a keeper, Ivan Karnovalov. He has come in. That's some of the news today. Tony Watt will probably play tonight for Dundee United. Motherwell fans disappointed mm. but saying thank you. Well, he's the leading goal yep. scorer in the, in the Scottish Premiership, yeah. isn't Nine he? Nine in the league, one in the cup. He's always got goals. Yep. Tony Watt, whatever he's been. And yet Motherwell seem to be his club. He's been to so many clubs but he mm. loved it there. But it's a short career and I guess would the money be big? Well, it must be. It has to be down to the money. And Motherwell really well run. Community yep. club. I'm not saying Dundee United aren't but they need the goals and um, with sort of uh, they're desperate for goals Dundee yep. United have scored nowhere near enough goals this season um, we touched on Tony Watt being top of the charts look he's, he's had a, a better opportunity in terms of financial um, so fair play to the lad disappointing for Motherwell because they've lost goals they've still got Van Veen who, who, who scores goals they'll be looking for another striker to replace Tony Watt but that's a football business you've got they to wish them all the best they sold Shankland didn't they? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. you know, he and yep. he could be on the move again from Belgium. Yep. This time last night, we were just getting ready for Celtic against Hibs, the all-green clash in the East End. Sean Maloney coming back to his uh, old stomping ground. He had mm-hmm. great success there. 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, 2-
to Celtic. Here's uh, Sean Maloney after the game. Really pleased with how we responded, considering we went 2-0 down very early. Um, so really pleased with a lot, a lot of our play. I think it's just that final part when we when we do play through the pressure. Can we create more? Can we be more aggressive in the final third? Ange Postacoglu, 2-0 win. What about the debut boys? On from the start, uh, Maeda, Hatati, and uh, Gucci came on in the second half. The pleasing aspect of us bringing them in so early and, and they've had a good week, week and a half with the boys, worked hard training, so familiar with their surroundings. I thought today was a good day to sort of expose them to what it's like to play for this football club at home in a, you know, a good game. John, it almost couldn't have been better for Celtic then last night. You know, it, you know, you got you got all three yeah. debutants on the pitch, the the, the Japanese uh, players who, who, who recently just signed. Um, Atati looks uh, a, a wonder player. Mm. He really does, and that's big praise. We a wonder player. He really does. Uh, I think his vision, um, and I, I I can't see him coming out of the team as much as I, I like David Turnbull. Gets forward, scores goals. You know, um, who's going to break up that midfield? McCarthy still looks as if he's a little bit way off. Um, so for me, that that central McGregor plays. He skippers a team. Rogic, you need his guile. You, you need him in the team as well because of his goal threat. Um, and then it, it's it's Hatati, and of course you've got Gucci as well, who, sure. who's more of a defensive sort of uh, midfield player. Can can play sort of the old sweeper role, if you like, the deep lay midfielder. And Maeda, um, he scored after three and a half minutes. He looked sharp, he looked fit. Um, his endeavour was there, but the game passed him by a little bit. You know, that that early goal when he scored, he took his goal really well. There wasn't an awful lot of involvement then. He didn't really... The, the team never really created many opportunities for him. So you can't say, well, he should have scored there. Mm. He missed a chance here. He didn't really get them opportunities. He didn't he, get the supply. But they had he, so much of the ball. He worked really hard yep. in terms of the mm. pressing, the way Ange wants the team to play. But I say he passed him by. He, he, he just because Celtic were going wide a lot. Mm. His movement was good in and around the box, but nothing really fell to him. But uh, I think there's probably more to come from from Maeda. For sure. Mm. Sorry, I think what what he will do, mm. uh, John, is is he will change the way that teams want to play against Celtic. So they, they won't want to leave that space in behind because of his pace. He's absolutely rapid. Mm. And and what that will do is give Celtic more space in the number 10 area for Tommy Rogic to have a lot more fun and have a bigger influence on games. And you touch on the wider areas because teams are going to sit deep uh, against someone like Maeda because yeah. you can't leave grass for him to run into because yeah. mate, he'll get on the end of it every single time. Yeah, and Craig, a couple of months ago, I say a couple of months ago, probably about six weeks ago, I think we we were doing a game and we were almost looking at the bench and mm -hmm. who's to bring on. And this is when McGregor was missing. Yeah. Um, I think James E. Forrest was out at the time and you're looking at the bench and you're thinking, they're kids. Hardly, hardly yeah. any experience. Mm -hmm. and um, But now, you look at the bench, if you want to mix it up, Giacomacchus has still got yeah. a lot to do. Did you see much of him yesterday when he came on? Came on didn't see for much 10, in television. Yep. Minutes. He worked hard. You well, know, he, he, he won a few free kicks. He did okay. Yeah. Um, but then you've got him, who's more physical. You yeah. got you got Kyogo. Got a bit of timber. You got Maeda. A bit of a frame, yeah. Uh, Ayeti sure. still at the club. They, they probably every day he probably trying to move Ayeti on. No disrespect, yeah. but uh, I can't see him playing with the with the with the quality of the striker strikers the Celtic have now. He's injured as well, so unfortunately, probably when you need him yeah. fit to maybe in the window to try and move him on he's still coming back from his hamstring injury and Scott Bain got a new contract yesterday for another what two and a half years and what does that say for 
uh, Barkas. But I, I, look, we know the story anyway. There's no point labouring that. You know, four and a half million, but it's gone, and you wish him all the best. And you would hope he, that he can get something. The trouble is, it's the uh, the price tag. It's difficult, yeah, and and it's just one of those ones where, unfortunately, it does happen at times mm. where players don't work out at football clubs. Barkas hasn't worked out for Celtic, so you know both the player and the club would love to try and find a solution so he can kick on with his career. I've heard this from a few wise managers. It's easier to get players to your football club than to get players out. And Barkas is one of them, probably never going to move on again and earn the money that he's getting now. Came, came for £5 million. Ayeti the same, £5 million and on decent wages, so I'm told. So it's very difficult, Paul, to move these players on. You know, you've got to have a little bit of um, desire to go and play football. You know, I wouldn't. I, I moved from Arsenal to West Ham. I had I had Burkamp and Wright and Elker and all these players. I could have stayed and won a doubles me- uh, and a double winners medal, yeah. but I went to West Ham. Mm. I wanted to play. It's a short career. Mm. You know, you, you you've got to finish at 31, 32 and mm. say, well, I play some. I played this amount of games. I scored this amount of goals. Not say, well, look at my double winners in there, but you know what? I hardly played, kicked the ball that year. They won a double. Yeah. So you've got to have something about you as a player inside that you want to go. You want to go and play games. You don't want to be just wearing the blazer up in the stands. You want to be on there. Absolutely. Yep. You might have your Bentley in the car park, but you know you got to you got to want to go and play games. You got to <laughs> you got to have a little bit more about you. Which one of the Bentleys that you had in those oh, days? Oh, eh? How is Barry? <laughs> Let's get Barry on the line because uh, we're just how many days away to the big game at the weekend, Aloha against Celtic in the Romance of the Cup. We'll talk about that as the week goes on. He'll be back with us uh, tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, along with Mark Guidi and Rob McLean tomorrow night five until seven the Rangers team the Aberdeen team will be with us shortly Tom has been on on Twitter as well we'll get his predictions in a moment or two and I think uh, we'll also hear from Graham Arnold should we do that just after the break so we'll hear a bit, bit more bit from the Aussie manager I have to say um, Leo was on earlier saying the first time he heard about Ange Postacoglu was on this programme and you were on mm-hmm. and you knew him. Not, none of us knew of him. Yeah, and I, I do remember you saying about the style of football, the intensity. And you know what it's like. Um, we didn't know much. Nobody knew. I actually said as well, I'm, I'll, I'll admit it, I was totally in the wrong, which I am sometimes. Um, no. I actually said Celtic should look bigger. Because mm. I was disrespectful. I didn't know. Yep. I didn't mm. know. And sometimes you can't take your words back. But you know what? If if I'd known mm. then what I know now, I I would have been yeah. drooling over the over. Have the you seen him? Did you see him last night? What happens behind the scenes? Do you see the no, manager? I Does he see I, you? I've seen him yeah. a few times pitch side, and he's Did always he's, he's always Did very. Uh, no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't do all that. <laughs> what does he say? Hi, Henry. Great to see <laughs> no, you. He just <laughs> says, you know, nice to see you, John. I say, uh, listen, and just says you're doing a great job, by the way. Brilliant, fantastic. Keep it going. And it's just a handshake, and then yeah. we just go away. Then it's like yeah. he's done some job though, hasn't? for the directors when you think about it because this time last year they were under real pressure they were the defending champions but it was just falling away from them he's holding the cards now yeah Yeah, he's holding all the cards but you know what now after the job he's doing I think as well now what it may be John sort of like um, you know remind clubs that sometimes it's not always in front of your nose you know sometimes you've got to take the blinkers off and you've got a little Mm -hmm. bit you know spread spread the net a little bit further widen your horizons 100% because now all of a sudden the benefit for, for the football club is, is, is now they've got a, a head coach that the fans love, that they clearly see that the club's heading in the right direction. They've opened up a brand new market commercially that's going to be worth millions to the club, the Japanese market. Sometimes, you, like it says, take the blinkers off, 
But it's the Look way he comes over. It's, it's mm-hmm. not just the way he's stuck and being stubborn about the system, the four-three-three, mm-hmm. and the pressing. I'm getting his players to work that hard every day in the training ground, sort of instilling that graft into his players. That's hard work. That high press. You need fitness yeah, yeah. levels. You need a trigger from behind. You can't just like my Adam can't just go on his own and the others leave him run. He, you know, he, he'd be off after half an hour. He'd be knackered. It's like a trigger that comes. Uh, the defence are on the halfway line. They're yeah. up. The midfielders, you get a trigger from McGregor, go. And then the winger shows him inside. McGregor's there. The forwards come across. And like last night, they won the ball high up the pitch with, with uh, Juranovic into Rogic. And, and oh. the, that, that, that high press yeah. and that intensity got him that first but goal he, last even night. Even now, when you see uh, a corner or, or a throw in for Celtic, you don't see a player walking over to it. You see him sprinting over to it because they want the ball mm. on the field. And a little story behind that. Mm. Football, 90 minutes. How, how, how many minutes do you think of those 90 is the ball in play? Roughly, all right? Mm, six. Huh? Yeah. No, so, so, so normally it's around Four. about 55, 54, 55 yeah. minutes in play, right? right? right. Of the 90. Yeah. And, I thought Ange you wants, said Ange wants, Sorry. Ange yeah. wants to get to 63, 64 minutes. Okay. Right? So he wants to overwhelm opponents. And, and that's mm. why you see the tempo, the intensity, the way they have to train. That's why you see boys sprinting. That's why you see ball boys going on that straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick, 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 quick. They had, they had a few extra ball boys out there last yeah, night. There we, we noticed that. We ah. noticed that. Yeah. I nearly said earlier on when you said everyone was sprinting around. And I almost said well, there are yeah. more ball boys. But, but let me just is that say right? this, that's Paul, interesting. Yeah. The, the demeanour yeah. of the manager. Yes. The way that he deals with the press. Yeah. The way that he just bats things away mm. that he doesn't want to get involved in. There's yeah. a few things, whether it's whether it's a little bit of politics, whether it's uh, an, a big issue on mm. tickets. He just goes, you know what? Don't talk to me about tickets. Mm. That's not my job. Sure. My job is getting my team to win football matches. My job is getting players here good mm. enough so they can affect the team and affect this football club, this wonderful football club. Mm. He's humble. He's from a great background, and. That that impresses me more than anything else. And I think he has he's a great man, but it's easy. He does it brilliantly. Mm. He loves that one. Stick to your lane. But also, yeah. play, if we're going to play our football, if results are not one. going well, that's when you really see how yeah, a yeah. manager reacts. And that's yeah. what I would say. You well, know, we will see in the long run. Celtic sure, were poor yeah. in the Champions League. They were but, poor in the yeah. in the um, in the Europa. But he was just in the door, and he was just bringing players in. Fascinating. So much. Mm. We're going to hear from Graham Arnold talking about the Scottish game, talking um, about Rogic, talking about Ange Postecoglou, and we're also going to bring you the Rangers team very soon. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Thanks to everyone calling in and uh, emailing us uh, tonight and on the socials at Go Football Show. We're going to give you the Aberdeen Rangers lineups very shortly. Tom on Twitter, right, he reckons here, we're going to ask for your predictions tonight for the games. So Tom is going for, um, let's see, wins for Rangers, Dundee United, Hearts, Livingston and Motherwell. That's what uh, he reckons. Aberdeen Rangers, we're going to talk about in a moment or two. Before that, Graham Arnold, he joined us today. It was a Zoom call with our own Joe Henry, our own Craig Moore, and the Australian international manager. You know him well, Craig, and you fixed this up today. Yeah, no, no, well played with Arnie actually. Yeah. Uh, the back end of his career, and um, he was he was also coach and part of the the team at 2006 World Cup and 2010 World Cup. He's done very well. 
Let's hear his view on uh, Ange Postacoglu and the character of the manager. Yeah, look, that's one thing about Angie's, uh you know, it's 24-7. Football and uh, and his his attention to detail is uh, is what it's all about and um, you know his passion for the game and uh, you know he, he doesn't listen to any outside noise. It's it's Ange has his way and and it's proven a great way. But uh, as I said, it's um, you know he's he throws a lot of belief into the players and he gets the players on board and and for me that's. You know, one of the big things about football these days and elite sport is getting the players to buy into your philosophy and and in, into the style that you want to play. And Craig, he's got a good story about uh, the old firm players and people trying to put some pressure. I think it's talking in cheek because you know everyone's saying just now who you're yeah. going to choose. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. a recurring theme for international managers. Here's what he was telling you. It's one of the biggest derbies in the world, you know, and, and here in Australia there's so many Scottish people and, and, and that, that are always looking for that one game. <clears throat> I went out one night uh, here in Australia and uh, I, went, I was sitting having a beer and a guy came over to me and said, uh, mate, uh, here's a beer. And, he, and I said, oh, yeah. I said, what? I said, thanks, mate. What's that for? He said, if you don't pick Tommy Rogic to not play against Rangers, right? He says, then I'll, I'll buy you the beer. And I said, well, oh, Tommy's coming. He says, well, I'll take my beer back off you then. <laughs> <laughs> that's how important it still is here in Australia. The the the, uh, the derby. He's got a sense of humour. Nah, he's good. Yeah. He's good value. And to be fair, he would have been gutted because he loves a beer. Um, <laughs> but nah, look, again, the old firm game, Rangers Celtic matches. The amount of supporters clubs throughout Australia, both for for Rangers and for Celtic, mm. it's a huge following yeah. in Australia. But well, not, the... be, not being disrespectful, you know, Graham uh, Graham Arnold, mm. he, he wants to, he wants to take Australia to the World Cup, mm. and to do that, he needs his best players. Mm. And irrespective whether they play for Rangers or Celtic or mm. Dundee United or, or Arsenal, it don't matter. He's going to pick them because from his point of view, he has to be selfish mm. because he's the manager. If he doesn't qualify for the World Cup, he probably gets the bullet. So exactly. that, that that's yeah. how important it is for him. He watches a lot of Scottish football. It's great for Australian players. Maury, like even when you were a youngster and, and, and Tony Vidmar, Australian boys, big Baduka when he went across to Celtic, Scotty McDonald, these guys that, uh, you know, a first step, for a lot of them out of Australia um, into the Scottish Premier League is it gives them uh, into a into a football culture in Scotland with the amount of games it's played in Scotland. Yep. It, it really is a great first step for a lot of the players. Some obviously end up staying in Scotland and, and finish and playing their career there. A lot of them move on. Um, and, you know, Tommy's been one that's obviously been now uh, for nine years at Celtic. But, you know, watching Cam Devlin, you know, from last year, already, you know, playing Wellington Phoenix, playing in the A-League. I took him to the Olympics with with us that uh, he's already grown in stature as a player. And that's a lot of that is just about more times on, uh, more minutes on the pitch, more games a week <clears throat> and playing in the, in the football culture that's just, you know, it's all about football. Craig, our football is rated in Australia. Yeah, very much so. And look, this is a league now. We, we've got five or six Australian players that are playing here now in, in Scotland. So, you know, Graham Arnold, the national team coach, is, is watching a lot of Scottish football. Um, you know, I asked him also about the potential from that under-23 squad. So you've got Cammy Devlin, mm-hmm. you've got Nathaniel Atkinson, uh, who Hearts have just signed as well. They've come out of the Olympic team. I asked Graham Arnold about how many more players does he believe could come and make this step. And he says there's another five or six. So it's, it's a good market, these mm-hmm. players. Uh, the Scottish market is a very good one for them. 
And Australia are now once again producing players that are ready to come over and do it at that level. You asked him, will he work in the UK one day? Look, it's uh, you know, something that uh, is a dream for me is uh, to eventually one day um, to get across to Europe. You know, I've uh, been in Australia for a long time, but also I've experienced, you know, uh, being able to be an assistant at Goose Heading, uh, Pimper Bake, and, uh, you know, and coach at two Olympic Games and now being involved with the national team uh, as a head coach. Sitting here in Australia and always wanting to be in Europe and in the UK is something that I'd, uh, I'd dream about. So it's something that I'd uh, really love to do in the future. But at the moment, I've got my full focus on the Australian national team and uh, making this World Cup to Qatar and and uh, fulfilling the dreams of all those kids that want to play in Qatar and at the World Cup. So it's one step at a time, but uh, it's something, yes, definitely, that I'd be keen on. Looking at the weather, we would love to be in Australia just now <laughs> yeah, on Bondi. They, they speak yeah. well, some of them, Aussies as well, don't they? <laughs> we need to find one. Yeah, very just, good just speakers. Some of, them. some of them are good speakers, yeah. Terrific. Uh, that was he, great. He, big man, he's coming for me all night. So yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, he's giving it. Yeah. Yeah. You can take it. Oh, you know of course, that. mate. No problem. Wait till tomorrow night. If uh, <laughs> We'll see what happens at Petordry, but we'll change it tomorrow. Get you both back tomorrow and see what happens there. Right, team news is beginning uh, to come in. I just wanted to say, obviously, in Australia, it's been in the news. We talked a little bit about it last night. Good oh. news is Andy Murray and... Uh, Emma Raducanu both won the yep. first round, but well, it's been all over the news everywhere about uh, Djokovic. Yeah, look, I'm I'm extremely embarrassed in terms of the Are way. You? Yeah, yeah. I, I think the the Australians have, have handled it extremely poorly. Um, you know, he should have never got to a situation that he's in the country for to, to then to be a discussion point. Um, so therefore, I believe we probably let ourselves down. Um, it's crazy and then even we've seen sort of like recent footage in terms of the cricket I mean police turning up and you know, two of the Aussie cricketers and two of the English lads having a beer I mean come mm. on it's, 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 this is getting crazy it really the, is the Aussies they're the national heroes you know, they won they absolutely stormed the ashes 4-0 4 yeah. they're having a couple of beers and alright it was 6 o'clock in the morning but De- decent the, effort the, eh, John? The, the, 6 in the morning yeah great effort <laughs> yeah, by the way if days are gone now for me by the way get, getting in with the milk man yeah, good morning really all that yeah but um by the way, yeah. the 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 um the match didn't finish till like midnight. Late. It, was, it was a day sure. night game. So yeah. I mean, you know what it's like sure. after a match. Yeah. You couldn't sleep after but a match. Treat, you? But to treat the, the the guys like that, we've oh, just man. had a, we've just had a grueling sort of you know month yeah. Ashes series or whatever. It's Keep poor. the politicians out of poor. sport as much as we can. That's what I, I would definitely say. But yeah, it's been all over the, the media and we'll see what happens. But let's hope Andy Murray, we'd love to see him go through in the next round. He started brilliantly into in the earlier as well. This morning, actually, breakfast time and then uh, it looked so-so, but he won. So good luck to Andy Murray uh, and to the rest there at the Australian Open. It's one of the great sporting cities, isn't it? Melbourne. Melbourne's I mean, got, crazy it's, for it. it's got everything. Yep. You've got the Grand Prix, you've got the, the Melbourne Cup, the horse mm. racing. MCG. The cricket, the oh, MCG, yeah, play, played it, played at that stadium ninety seven thousand. Okay. It, it, was, it, right. it wasn't a memorable night. We, we actually we didn't qualify for the World Cup after drawing two two. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a sporting capital of Australia. Right, sporting capital of Melbourne Cup. Yep, yep. indeed. Can I continue? Uh, of <laughs> the sporting capital of uh, Dingwall is Ross County. Yes. They're up against Motherwell. Do you want the Motherwell team? It's Kelly. Uh, Stephen O'Donnell, the captain, Solholm, Mugabe, McGinley, Goss, Maguire, Donnelly, Roberts, Woolery, and Van Veen. More team news coming in. Just uh, in fact, here's the Rangers lineup. First with it. Here we go: McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Bassey, and Barisic. 
Kamara, Sands, oh. Hadji, and Wright, Kent, and Morelos. So uh, a debut right away there for Sands. On the bench, McLaughlin, Simpson, Balligan, King, Lundstrom, Bakuna, McCann, Cedric Eaton, and Fashion Sakala. So, yep. so as, a, yeah. as John touched on a little bit earlier, that's... You know, Rangers squad is being tested in terms of that's nowhere near as we know uh, at its at its strongest. But very interested to see how how James Sands, the the American yeah. lad who's coming from New York City, see how he goes. Um, I can only imagine he's playing as a as a holding midfielder in front of in front of the back four there. Attacking options obviously Hadji Wright, Kent Morelos, um, you know, pretty familiar for us. Yeah, but you're looking at the bench, you know, Simpson King, who's just re-signed, obviously with the departure of Patterson, Patterson, yeah. Lundstrom, Bakuna. I've seen stronger squads. Yep. Um, so it is a big test for Rangers tonight. Uh, Aberdeen will be right up for it, but mm. I still believe that they can go and get a but result. You've got right. some quality. You've got, you got Kent and you've got um, Morelos. You know, they, they, they're good players. Pointy, pointy ends the same, you know, yeah, like in terms got, of those, those forward Tavernier, players. Yeah, you'll get up and down for you. McGregor. Back four is the same. Goldson will be strong. He has mm. to be up there, yeah. Um, listen, I think every Celtic fan will be wanting, you know, Scott Brown to rally his troops tonight for Aberdeen yep. but even though you know um, they're thinking that way I still think if you asked me what I thought the result would be I think Rangers will win this evening you know and let, let everybody else from a Celtic point of view of course you would like Aberdeen to, to get a result because mm-hmm. obviously we're in the chase for the title yep. but um, I think even with the, the players that um, that the issues that Rangers have got, you know, with the rebo over at the African Nations Cup, one yeah. or two other people missing, I still think that team that we just heard there yeah. will, will still have enough to to go and get a win at Aberdeen. Huh? Yeah, the starting the starting eleven is is still very very strong, John. As you as you touch on it, it's, yeah. just, it's just more if you then have to start go fishing off the bench in terms of. You know, need to, to to go and get that goal, but it's it's not as strong it's as what we've easy. seen. It's never easy. It's never easy. Yeah, we're not either. Well, we go up to Petardry shortly. Rob McLean, the Rob. voice of football, is there. He'll be on tonight. So, will I give you the Aberdeen lineup: Lewis, McCrory, Brown, the captain, Ramirez, and Hedges, Ojo, Hayes, Ferguson, Jenks, Ramsey and Bates okay, so, so again very yeah. very strong side yeah. that unfortunate because I think it's uh, Marley Watkins uh, that, that is a miss for he's them out. Yep. he is I'm a miss for them the you know, I, know yep. he's, I know he's injured and he's been a, he's been a really good player for Aberdeen mm-hmm. um, in terms of an attacking sense but Ramirez has led the, the line extremely well mm-hmm. we obviously all know what Scott Brown is capable of and he'll certainly be well and truly up for this one Yep. Well, Aberdeen went 2-0 up, didn't they? Yeah, no, I in the last yeah. game. And, yeah, uh, yeah. It was he Bates. scored the header as well, didn't he, Scott yeah, Brown, in that that's match? That's right, yeah, he did score a good header. But um, again, as I said, even though Rangers have had a few, have got a few problems, they're on a good run. They're on a great yep. run under the, um, under the, the, the you know, the uh, new man's who's come in. So we, let's see who else is coming in just now. Uh, do you want the St Mirren lineup? We'll give you Saints up against Dundee United. Uh, Jack Anakin goals, of course. Fraser, Shaughnessy, the captain. Dunn, Tanzer, Power, Erehan, Henderson, Kilty, Ronan, and Dennis. Um, Dundee United lineup not with us just yet, so I don't want to ask your prediction beforehand. But are you ready to? I'd be interested to see. see. Sorry, yeah. just, just with the Samirin, Samirin yeah. one. I know that they've signed a New Zealand striker, mm-hmm. uh, boy Alex Grieve. Um, he's on the bench. He's on the bench. I'm just seeing it. Yep. Okay, so I'd be interested to see how he goes. Like signed locally from local league in New Zealand, but he's obviously he's got he's got the UK passport. So I can only imagine yep. he's been over for for a few weeks, Paul, training mm-hmm. away. 
So it'll be interesting to see how um, you know how he goes at St Mirren if he gets the opportunities. Well spotted, yeah. He's on the bench. Linus, the keeper. Urminski, Tate, Miller, Flynn, McAllister, the aforementioned Grieve, Erwin and Brophy. Great to get the fans back tonight. They're coming in thick and fast. Thank you, Joe. At Hearts lineup. We want to hear about the Hertz against St Johnson and you know exactly who I'm looking for. Um, here is the lineup: Gordon, Smith, Kingsley, Suter. Yep. He plays. Yep. Is that dramatic enough? <laughs> Herring, Mackay Stephen, Devlin, Cochrane, Mackay, Halkett and Janelli. So, yep, John Suter plays tonight. Are you surprised? John no, Harson? he's, he's no. St still a Hearts player. Yeah. Why wouldn't you play him? He's one of the best players. Only yeah. us. He's had a great he's, <laughs> he, he, he's had a great season. Why aren't Rangers pulling up the 500 grand? They've just got 16 million for Patterson. Why can't they just pay 500 grand and take him to Rangers? Maybe, maybe 10 what up if, front. Maybe what, not 16. Yeah, yet. but what, what if what if anything happens to Goldson gets a knock? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, you know, these things yeah. you've got to... Well, why aren't they just paying the half a million pound and just take him? Make him a Rangers player. While he's still at heart, he's available to play. Well, why, why wouldn't... You know, why, why wouldn't you play him? Are you balancing the books for Rangers now? You tell no, them how why, to run the finances. Why wouldn't you play him? It's a silly question. Yeah. Why not play him? Because nah, he gets he's... a bit of stick from the crowd. He's got to be bigger than that. He's going to go and play for Rangers in six yeah. months' time. If you can't handle the crowd at uh, Tynecastle, what, what chance you got yeah. when you go and play for Rangers in front of sixty thousand every week? That's John's view on that. It's robust. It's what we. Uh... That's what we're paid for, isn't it? Here on the Go Radio yeah. Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Right, here's the St. Johnson uh, lineup, and we'll get your predictions on this one. Clark, Santa Clark in goals. Where is he going to be in the future? Cleary, Gordon, McCart, Booth, Butterfield, Davidson, McPherson, Chiefchi, May, and O'Halloran. What's your prediction for this one? What do you reckon, Craig Moore? Uh, this one, I have gone for a, dr a draw. I mean, we know Hearts have, have been. Uh, very good um, this season. I know that I'm not surprised to see Suter uh, starting because I think Robbie Nielsen made it clear that um, unless anything was to change in this window, he's a Hearts player. He's he's one of the best players. Therefore, he's going to play. St. Johnson, I do expect better things this second half of the season. I think they'll be at it. I'm going for a draw. Score draw 1-1. John, what do you reckon? Hearts win. St. Johnson rock bottom. Behind Dundee. Two points behind Dundee. Hearts strong at Tyne Castle. Currently in third, five points ahead of Motherwell in fourth. Mm -hmm. Hearts, for me, I think will win the game this evening. Hartson says it's hearts for him. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go, 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 go. Let's go with the Taxi Centre, the Go Radio Football Show. Let's go to Petodri then. We're going to give you a bit more team news. I can tell you Tony Watt is on the bench tonight for Dundee United. More predictions to come. But let's go to Petodri then. Where would you want to be but Aberdeen on a cold Tuesday night? <laughs> Cue Rob McLean. Rob, good evening. It's almost Mediterranean here, Paul, by North East standards. It's, it's only about 10 below zero, so... Uh, not bad at all. Uh, empty at the moment, but it's going to be anything but shortly. Uh, I'm sure you've yeah. uh, you've hinted or touched on the team news already, but, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you, confirm it to you, just in case you, you haven't been able to so far. Yeah. And it's just one change for Rangers tonight. At Petodri, Joe Rebo, of course, is at the African Cup of Nations. So uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst keeps change to a bare minimum, and it's a debut tonight uh, and a first start for the 21-year-old American uh, midfielder James Sands. So he's straight into it in this match, of course, which is 
steeped in a, a deep-seated rivalry between these two teams. Otherwise, Rangers, as they were on Boxing Day for the 2-0 win at Ibrox against St Mirren. So it's Alan McGregor in goals, James Tavernier at the back with Conor Goldson, Calvin Bassey and Borna Barisic, uh, Glenn Kamara, James Sands, Yanis Hadji, Scott Wright back where he used to perform, of course, in front of the Aberdeen fans at Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morelos, uh, who pre-break uh, was getting back to the sort of form we're used to seeing him display. So just one change for Rangers and just one change for Aberdeen as well from their team on Boxing Day, which beat Dundee here by two goals to one. Scott Brown is back and, of course, uh, he scored at Ibrox uh, as Aberdeen raced into a 2-0 lead mm. not so very long ago. They'll take a bit of encouragement from what happened that night, Rangers came back, of course, to draw two all and salvage a point out of it. But Aberdeen certainly burst out of the blocks that night at Ibrox. I wonder if they can do so again. They don't have as much firepower on the go tonight because Marley Watkins is a player missing for them. Uh, so they're losing a, an attacking player, uh, bringing back Scott Brown into the team. So maybe a, a bit heavy on the midfield, one might say, looking at the Aberdeen lineup tonight. Um, Joe Lewis and goals Calvin Ramsey Ross McCrory David Bates and Johnny Hayes that's the back four in the midfield in addition to Scott Brown uh, Lewis Ferguson uh, Funta Ojo Teddy Jenks is in there as well so it's basically Ryan Hedges uh, who's still here despite the rumours supporting Christian Ramirez in attack so I'm interested uh, to know from, mm. from Craig and from John. Firstly, Craig, maybe, um, what, what do you think? For, let's start with, just because we've given it there, what about the Aberdeen team? It, it does mm. look a little bit more midfield orientated, whereas I guess pre the break, they were playing something much more like a 4-3-3. Yes, Rob, I've, I've got one for you because I know you're, you're a football expert, right? I'm looking at I'm looking at Scott Brown and I'm looking at his role that he played a little bit earlier. May have actually played this role against Rangers at Ibrox as the central defender, yep. deep at sweeper, that kind of position. Maybe he takes up that position tonight for, for Aberdeen. Yeah. Yeah, it could be that. I mean that that's I mean that that was needs must Craig at the time because they were so short of, of defenders at that stage that there wasn't much else they could do other than play them there. But I do take your point, and, and it may be because of the success they had with that formation, and maybe they do go same again, uh, and that makes it more like a back five or, or, or a back three yep. with uh, Bates on one side of him and McCrory on the other, and maybe asking the fullbacks to get a bit further, further forward, Johnny Hayes down the left side and Calvin Ramsey, Ramsey. down the right. Um, you know, the, the problem with that might be uh, gaps appearing in behind those two potentially for Rangers to exploit. But uh, I, think, I think, you know, obviously for Aberdeen tonight, it, it, it's pretty important to, uh, you, you wouldn't want to be sitting in and trying to contain. You would want to, to have a go at Rangers. I think especially because of, of what they did at Ibrox. John, you've got a question for Rob. Yeah, I think Rob, you look at the Rangers lineup, and it's saying Kent and Morelos. They were the last two players that were mentioned, as if they'll play as a front two. I think Kent will need to be a bit deeper uh, because you look at Hadji. You know, he's not one who really graft and work back and do the defensive side of things. He'll be he'll be more effective going forward, Rob. So my point was, it might well be Morelos through the middle with Kent off just like, like working as a number 10, sort of trying to get on the yeah. ball and make things happen and find them little pockets, you know? 
Yeah, because because I guess where he's been playing, mm. uh, and Craig, I'm sure you've seen Rangers close up a few times to confirm this. I mean, Kent has been pretty much hugging the touchline, hasn't he? Yeah. And he, you know, he, he's been playing in that wide position. You know, obviously, if you play him in the number 10 and you give him freedom, then that could be a real problem mm. for Aberdeen in, tra- in terms of trying to pick him up. But, but certainly, you know, the, the way they've been going, Craig, under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, yeah. is, is that, is that the, the players on either side of Morelos have been sticking out pretty wide, haven't they? Yeah, look, Ken in particular, Rob, as you touch on, for me, he's playing uh, much like a winger now, which I think is a role that he enjoys more. He obviously can can start out wide. He can get at his, his, his opponent. He can drift inside in terms of when he's dribbling with the ball. If any, that's going to come and play that more central kind of role. I think it's 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 Hudgy that comes in a little bit more because he's probably the one that doesn't necessarily have the pace to get down the outside of his defenders. But once he comes inside, he's able to play those clever combinations and kill a pass. So Hadji, for me, is more the one that plays central. Definitely Kent, more like a winger. Rob, who do you think is going to win tonight? Ooh. Uh, well, I, I, th- I, th- I think Rangers are going to keep on doing what they're doing, Paul, to be honest. Um, I mean, they've had the three-week break, which they probably could have done without, you know, because they were, they were, they've been in such great form since the change of management. But, um, I mean, he's, he's gone as close as he could to the team that won on Boxing Day. So, you know, he's, he's looking for that continuity. He's put faith in the players who've been doing it for him. That, I mean, they've barely conceded a goal in the seven league games he's been in charge. Um, you know, they are on a roll. They've, they've seen what Celtic did against Hibs last night. They want to reopen that six-point gap. I think it's all a question tonight of, of how good Aberdeen can be. Can they really be competitive? Can they trouble Rangers? Or, or are we going to see Rangers uh, clocking up uh, an eighth straight uh, League One mm. under Van Bronckhorst. You mentioned Aberdeen there, Rob. What, what you, you know? I know, I know you're, you're closer to Aberdeen probably than most other clubs, um, than most other people, should I say? Um, Aberdeen, what's the mood like there, Rob? With Stephen Glass, Aberdeen have lost nine games this season. That's more than yeah. Saint Mirren, who have only lost seven, and they sit in ninth. I know Aberdeen are currently six. They've got better in recent times. Won a few more games, climbed the league a little bit. But what 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 is the feeling in terms of you know the crowd? What do they, you know, and, and obviously the owners there with the new manager coming in, spending a little bit of money. Scott Brown, obviously captain in the team. What what is the mood like around Petodri this at this time of year? I, I mean, I don't think John that, that there's a. I, I think if the Aberdeen fans were being honest coming here tonight, I don't think they'll be fueled with great optimism uh, about about beating Rangers. I think they will look towards they'll look towards Edinburgh City coming here in the Scottish Cup on Saturday and thinking maybe they can get a Scottish Cup run. They'll look at the league games coming up after this one: St Mirren, St Johnston, Ross County, Livingston. These are all teams that Aberdeen should be beating, and that would. You know, winning those games would certainly mm. give them a better league position. I mean, they're, yeah. at the moment, they're just scraping into the top six. But, but see, from a positive, John, what they can do is look at December and, and they won four games out of five. You know, yes. the, the only game, yeah, I know. The, they, the they are, they've they picked win. up lately, yeah. 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 So, so you know, I, I think they would probably look to pick up where, where they left off. But, you know, there, there are question marks around here. We're still in the middle of the January window. I mean, there's a lot of speculation that Calvin Ramsey is going to have predators swirling around looking to take him away from here uh, there's still a doubt about Ryan Hedges and whether Blackburn are going to come in for him whether he's going to yep. renew his contract which is up in the summer so th- there's quite a lot of question marks around the squad at the moment um, and, and it remains to be seen whether Aberdeen are actually good enough tonight to get something mm. against Rangers. Rob, I've got one Rob 
Robin, before you go, uh, I know John's finished his uh, panorama-style line of questioning there about Aberdeen. I what know, about Rangers? I, I, I know. I don't know what he's on tonight. He's been giving Craig stick, <laughs> me stick, he had biscuits before. And ah, Rob, the fans are back. It's brilliant. It's called having an opinion, Paul. Uh, there'll be a couple of thousand Rangers fans up there tonight. Yeah. Have you cut up with some yeah. of the travelling support? And what's the crowd going to be this evening? Well, I think I think it's going to be somewhere up around seventeen, eighteen thousand, which, which is pretty much full for this place the, the way it goes. So there's going to be a, a good range of support here. Aberdeen fans will come out because it's a fixture they love. Mm. So so it should be a great atmosphere. Uh, let's hope it's a great game. Cue the singing there. They're obviously tuned into the Go Radio Football Show <laughs> in Aberdeen exactly. at the beach end yeah. there. Yeah, they're all, they're, all, they're all sending you their best wishes. Yeah, yeah I, bet, I bet. To Craig Moore and John Hartson. Yeah, they love to win against the Glasgow teams. Rob, thanks. You're here tomorrow night with Barry yeah. and with Mark Guidi. Have a good one, Rob. Cheers, Cheers Rob. Rob. All the best. Cheers. 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 You, you too. Thank you. So, yeah, it's going to be some game tonight. So what yeah. do you reckon? I know I asked you earlier on, but Craig, to reprise, you've seen the teams now. Yeah. What's going to happen? The Rangers win? Look, I think Rangers will, will win. I think it'll be a tight match. I'm very interested to see what James Sands does on his mm-hmm. debut. Uh, I also forgot to mention, I think, special uh, Itton being called back yes. from loan, obviously finds himself on the on bench. The bench. Yeah. So he'll have something to prove in terms mm-hmm. of can he get on and, and, and make an impact in the game. But strong starting 11 from Rangers, interested about James Sands. I think they'll win a close, close match. Scoreline? 2-1. 2-1 for Rangers and John what do you yeah, reckon as I yeah. said I think every Celtic fan and, and, and me like like you know hope hope with the Aberdeen will cause a little bit of an upset and, and Rangers might drop points but if I'm being totally honest I think even with the the few players few, they've made some few changes they managed to get a really good strong team out there Rangers and I fancy Rangers to win the game and with last night with Celtic winning pretty emphatically I know 2-0 yep. looks okay but it should have been more yep you know they've thrown down a gauntlet to the defending champions and that can make a difference to yeah. I mean what's he saying in the Rangers dressing room just now do you think look it's it's a tough it's a tough game it can be a tougher match if we don't start this in the right manner go out and start do your jobs well and you can go and win this football match but like I says Celtic have done their part they won their game last night now it's up to Rangers to go and match that and respond Tony Watts on the bench for Dundee United. We're not going to have time to give you all the teams, but that's the headline there. Who's going to win, John, do you think? Dundee United or St Mirren? Um, I think that'll be a draw. I like right. Jim Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, really like Jim. He's a great guy. <laughs> and I think he sets his team out well. They had a good um, positive draw, didn't they, against Celtic a few yeah. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he can set his team out to get results and I think it'll be a draw that one the one person that sorry John the one person that we really disappointed with that is, is Jim Goodwin because they've already had 10 draws this that's season. right they need a win <laughs> don't they Mate, but you're Craig, right. what do you think what do you reckon I'm going to go with St Mirren there you go right yeah a little curveball West of Scotland he just doesn't want to say draw does he <laughs> <laughs> no it's good so you gave us your heart St Johnson Livy against Dundee who do you fancy Craig Moore Livingston home oh, win it's going to be the home win this yep. is a big game it is isn't it John what do you I can tell you Lee Griffiths is on the bench yeah okay John what do you reckon I'll Livy? go Livy as well Lee Griffiths go going Livy. back to another one of his mm-hmm. old clubs I think he started at Livingston didn't he Lee mm-hmm. um, so I'd go yep. Livingston on, on the 4G pitch and cold Ross- tonight that Livy of yep. course um, the Tory Macaroni Stadium Indeed. and I, I'm going to go with Davy Martin Dales Livy you've certainly not passed at your best you're <laughs> on fire tonight John um, who's going to win where was I going to go and you ask you there Ross County Motherwell <laughs> that's the one I was going to ask you about <laughs> Ross County against Motherwell John who do you reckon 
I think Marky Mackay has got something going there at Ross County. Uh-huh. Yeah, I uh, didn't yeah. fancy him earlier mm-hmm. in Ross County as well in the season. But a couple of big wins, they've took themselves out of the danger zone, if you like, um, flirting with that bottom three or four uh, teams. But I'm going to go Ross County. Right, you're going for Ross yeah, County. Yeah, Motherwell as well without Tony Watt, of course. Sure, he's gone. Who's going to replace him? Last night, Davey Proven at this time said, what about Lee Griffiths for Motherwell? Local guy. Clearly, now the, with the stuff that's come out, he's not got a future or a role to play, obviously, at Celtic. He's a striker. He, he knows how to score goals. He knows the league inside out. If he's ready to go, why? I mean, Motherwell, why not? Mm-hmm. Now, I've, I've seen worse homes in terms of you know a player of that ability to go in and make a difference when Motherwell def, you know, will be looking for a striker. Motherwell looking for a place in Europe. Are they going to get three points tonight, <clears throat> Craig Moore? What do you reckon? Mm, this is a, For me, I've got draw. I've got, I've got draw with this one. I, I think, you know, Tony Watt obviously uh, is, is a mm. loss. Um, I also think that Harry Clark is a loss for Ross County, you know, the, the player that's that's went to Hibs on loan. Ross County, Malcolm McCoy has done a great job. Actually, not too bad in in terms of their attacking options. I've really liked Tungbo this season. Reagan Charles Cook's been phenomenal mm. for them. Um, okay. White up top. So, but I'm going for a score draw there. As Duncan Ferguson takes over as caretaker manager yes. for the foreseeable future. Good luck to Big Dunk. You both played yeah. with them and against him. Uh, the headlines here, Dundee United, uh, Tony Watt is on the bench. John Suter plays for Hearts and Lee Griffiths on the bench at Dundee. And Aberdeen against Rangers. You're both going for a Rangers win to keep it. It's three points at the moment. It'll yes. keep it at six. John, Craig, brilliant to be on with you tonight. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for that. It was a pleasure, mate. Jokal Day is next and Rob's back tomorrow night with Barry and Mark live at five. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With Taxi Trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.